Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. The Sensemaker. Thank you for joining us on this Friday night on a day that changed America. Hi, I'm Tomini and this is The Sensemaker from Tortoise. One story every day to make sense of the world. We're outside the Supreme Court after the landmark decision that overturned Roe versus Wade and ended a woman's constitutional right to an abortion. Today, a seismic legal ruling has shaken the United States. How did the Supreme Court get here? And how can supporters of Roe v. Wade fight back? I am absolutely terrified. I am absolutely, I'm so beyond livid at what is going on and I'm going to turn my fear into anger. There will be no functioning society without women and the women are pissed. Americans knew it was coming, but that didn't dampen the fury. The US Supreme Court has overturned Roe v. Wade, a 50-year-old ruling that guaranteed a woman's right to abortion. Each US state will now be able to decide whether to ban it. And more than half are certain or likely to do so, which means tens of millions of women will have to travel to other parts of the country to have an abortion. Over the past century, the Supreme Court has expanded American freedoms, ending school segregation, making gay marriage legal. Now, for the first time in its history, the court has made a major decision that will restrict liberties. So, how did we get here? I could not vote for a judge who had demonstrated hostility to Roe v. Wade because it would indicate a lack of respect for precedent. This is Susan Collins. She's been a Republican senator for 25 years. Historically, she's been seen as a moderate, the kind of politician who can be persuaded to work with Democrats. But in 2018, she made a crucial play in the fight over Roe v. Wade. Because when Donald Trump ran for office, he had a clear agenda on abortion. Do you want to see the court overturn Roe v. Wade? Well, if we put another two or perhaps three justices on, that's really what's going to be, that will happen. And that'll happen automatically, in my opinion, because I am putting pro-life justices on the court. And as president, he shifted the balance of the Supreme Court, supposedly impartial, but in truth partisan, in his favour. He appointed three anti-abortion justices, Neil Gorsuch, Brett Kavanaugh and Amy Coney Barrett. But all three had to be approved by a vote in the Senate, and the decision over Brett Kavanaugh was on a knife edge. He needed 50 votes to be confirmed to the Supreme Court, and the 50th was in the gift of Susan Collins, who appeared determined not to vote for a justice who would oppose Roe v. Wade. Brett Kavanaugh gave public assurances that he respected the ruling. One of the important things to keep in mind about Roe v. Wade 
is that it has been reaffirmed many times over the past uh, 45 years, as you know. And private ones too. The New York Times reports that Brett Kavanaugh told Susan Collins that he understood president and understood the importance of overturning it. Susan Collins, after sitting on the fence for a while, was convinced. My fervent hope is that Brett Kavanaugh will work to lessen the divisions in the Supreme Court so that we have far fewer 5-4 decisions and so that public confidence in our judiciary and our highest court is restored. Mr. President, I will vote to confirm Judge Kavanaugh. So Brett Kavanaugh was appointed as a Supreme Court justice by a 50 to 48 majority. And then, less than four years later, he voted to overturn Roe v. Wade. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quinn's is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince, they exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns. Susan Collins has told the New York Times that she feels misled, but not everyone thinks she was. Some critics say she played ignorant so she could win re-election to the Senate in 2020 without being outflanked by those on the right of the Republican Party. After all, Brett Kavanaugh never directly promised her he would uphold Roe v. Wade. And his vague assurances, in fact, fit a pattern. Here's Samuel Alito. It's the principle that, uh, that courts in general should follow their, their past precedents. And it's important for a variety of reasons. It's and Neil Gorsuch. Senator, again, I would tell you that Roe versus Wade, decided in 1973, is a precedent of the United States Supreme Court. It was reaffirmed in Casey in 1992 and in several other cases. Time after time, Republican Supreme Court nominees have suggested they wouldn't overturn Roe v. Wade without quite saying so. And now they have overturned it. What's the way back for supporters of Roe v. Wade? Supreme Court justices, unless they choose to retire, have a seat for life, so the anti-abortion majority is unlikely to shift anytime soon. Some Democrats advocate expanding the court to deal with this obstacle, but among many centrists, including President Joe Biden, that's a non-starter. Another option would be for Congress to codify abortion rights in law, but that too seems like a remote possibility. It would need a two-thirds majority to pass the Senate, and some Democrats are stubbornly resistant to removing that threshold. Joe Biden's answer, as you might expect, is that Americans should vote for pro-choice Democrats in November's midterm elections. Voters need to make their voices heard. This fall, we must elect more senators and representatives who will codify women's right to choose in the federal law once again. Elect more state leaders to protect this right at the local level. Joe Biden might be right, but getting pro-choice legislators into power is easier said than done. By 2040, 30% of the country will control 70% of the Senate. 
Smaller, whiter states, which lean Republican, already have more voting power than the rest of America. The fight to overturn Roe didn't start with Brett Kavanaugh or Susan Collins. It began decades ago. Supporters of abortion rights need to be in it for the long haul. Thanks for listening to The Sensemaker. Today's episode was written by Xavier Greenwood and mixed by Studio Klong. While you're here, I'd like to tell you about another Tortoise podcast called Visible Women. It's presented by Caroline Criado-Perez, who has spent years investigating the gender data gap and how women are simply forgotten in a world designed for men. Her best-selling book, Invisible Women, was published to critical acclaim, and Caroline was inundated with readers sharing their own stories of the default male. In Visible Women, Caroline investigates what happens next. To listen to the first episode, click on the link in the episode description.